Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. everybody welcome to angie and steven's podcast crash alone crash alone podcast i'm your host angie and my co-host steven's um that sounds weird he is marine to me but my uh, co-host is out sick so everybody at home has been sick for the last week or so they are uh getting better but if you could all just keep him and his family um the girls and, and my sister-in-law in your prayers so they, they would continue to get better um, and be able to just get back to school and to work this week. Uh, we know that God is healer um, and he is in control. Um, so we're going to ahead, go ahead and get started our uh, topic for today. We're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about singleness. We're going to talk about online dating. We're going to talk about relationships. So we're going to jump right in. Um, so not sure if you know I have talked about it before. But I was single for a long, 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 long time. <laughs> well, it, at least it felt that way. I wasn't, um, I never had a boyfriend throughout my teenage years and throughout my 20s. My fiance, um, Matthew Hill, which is an amazing, he's an amazing man and I'm blessed to have him in my life. Um, he actually was my first boyfriend and he is now my fiance. We are to wed in March, so if you could keep us in your prayers that God would just uh, be in control of um, just all, all the planning that goes involved with that and that he would just bless our relationship but anyways uh, I was single for a while and it was a huge struggle to see uh, everyone around me get into relationships you know my my uh, closest friends my family members all getting into relationships and I was just there and and I felt honestly there was a lot of times I felt uh, kind of invisible so I knew that I wanted someone who loved the Lord and uh, I wanted someone who loved me right and so a lot of times I would find someone who you know might be interested in me but they didn't really love the Lord or honestly I would find someone who um, I would you know see people uh, or come across people who seemed to love the Lord and they really weren't interested in me so um, there are different scenarios in any case I, I was just single for a while and honestly it became more and more difficult as I got older you know I guess the, the the story I told myself while I was in school was hey I'm in school I'll focus on relationships once I'm done with school right so that was the story that I gave myself when I was at Valencia you know getting my associates and getting my bachelor's and getting my master's you know once I'm done then I can focus on the relationship um, but honestly I was just you know waiting for God to bring me that guy and um, it became, you know, even more more, more of a struggle. It became a bigger struggle once I finished finished school, and that wasn't my excuse anymore. Uh, and I still couldn't find someone. I guess part of my hope was that, you know, God would some at some time bring someone to church, and you know, we'd see each other across the room and fall in love, and and that would be it. Uh, but that didn't happen. Um, one of the reasons because that didn't happen is because I also attended um, a very, pretty small church, um, which I still attend to, t 
today. Shout out to MCJ Church. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a pretty small church for a while. And so, you know, that never happened. And so as the years progressed, especially as I got older in my 20s, um, I got more and more frustrated. And I remember many times just crying out to God and, and, and just honestly praying. And, and honestly, there are times that I would say, hey, God, it's not fair that I don't have someone. Like, I honestly felt like, um, like I was, you know, invisible a lot of times because I would see people get into these Christian relationships and I'm like, where is mine? You know, God, I'm going to, to, to church. I'm, I'm trying to serve you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do, you know, my very best. And why haven't I found my person? And um, I think the, the big thing that I would say for those of you that are in a season of singleness is that it is very important that um, you take that season and you enjoy that season um, and you make it a priority to put God in your relationship, okay? Um, because this is a time where you're able to find out who you are, which is a big thing, um, and also you're, you're able to find your identity and make your identity in Christ, you know? Uh, I think it's very important to to have, you know, at, at any point in your life, at every point, it's, a, it's important that prayer and reading the word and, and following all those Christian disciplines, it, you know, um, all that is important at all points in your life, but it's especially important, you know, in your singleness, right? Because you, it, you make it so God becomes your number one. Um, and so basically God becomes the person that you go to. He becomes a person that you fall in love with first. You know, there was one point in my life where I, I remember I was driving my car and I, I was, you know, frustrated with God. And I'm like, God, where is, where is my person? Why haven't I found them? And, you know, why can't, you know, I be loved? And, and in prayer, God reminded me, hey, I love you, you know, and, and that's the most important love that we need to know. I think sometimes what we do and what society teaches us to do is that relationships should be, uh, you know, finding that person is the most important thing. And, and honestly, it's not. The most important thing is that you have God and that you have a relationship with him because God is love. And he is the, the, the truth is, is that we have a love shaped, a love shaped hole in our heart. And the only one who could fill that hole is God. Because what you'll find if you're single is even if you're in a relationship, that person is not going to fill that hole. It, it might like put a band-aid over it for a little bit, but eventually you're going to get to a point where you realize, hey, this relationship is not enough to like for some reason I still feel an emptiness in my heart. So, so I can tell you, yeah, I was single for a while, but I am so thankful that, that I went through that season because in that season, I learned to depend so much and on God. I learned to have a relationship with God. I fell in love with God. And it was huge because I remember uh, one time I was praying um, and, you know, again, having this conversation. I, listen, <laughs> listen, if you're single and you're uh, frustrated, tell God your frustrations. The same with if you're in any, you know, any... Um, trouble that you're facing right now if you're frustrated with God 
the the big thing is to come before God. You know, um, I was uh, listening to something that Tim, you know, Dr. Tim Keller said in one of his preachings, uh, and he was basically talking about the story of Job, and uh, he, in understanding the story of Job, he saw that although Job he spends a lot of time complaining, the biggest thing that we we should take away from the story of Job is that although he's complaining. Job is complaining to God. Job is bringing his frustrations to God. So that is super important. So, so uh, if you're whatever you're frustrated with God about, bring it to Him. Bring it to Him, and in doing so, listen. You have to understand that God is a loving Father, and He wants you to bring that to Him because He's the one that can carry it. He's the one that can bring healing. He's the one that can bring answers, and He's the one who's going to build your character through it all. So, so, so that pretty that that is my main point. You know that that although I did go through a, a long season of singleness, it's in that season that God, um, God used that season to to build my character and to build my relationship with him because there was one point like I was saying earlier one point where I was praying to God um, about you know finding the right person and something that I felt him tell me in my heart is you know but I you know you know I was like God I want to fall in love and he's like but I want you to fall in love with me first you know you know you hear in the love stories that you know, he's supposed to make you weak. You know, the guy that you fall in love with, that is Prince Charming, is supposed to make your knees weak. And God's like, I want to do, I want to make your knees weak. You know, I want to, I want to um, just have you fall in love with me first. I want to uh, make your heart race first. I want to, uh, I want that love for to be for me first. Um, and I found that, like, like there were times where I was before God's presence and, you know, my knees were shaken just because I knew that he was there. And, and, you know, there've been times where I have felt the, the, the weight of God's love in my heart, you know, like that time, um, that I talked about earlier about being in my car. Um, and he's like, I want to do those things for you first. So if you experience, if you're experiencing a season of singleness, just know that God wants to build your character. Um, because it's so easy, like I said earlier, it's so easy um, in today's society to make um, to make that person your God. Uh, it's so easy to make that relationship your God. But the truth is that uh, that person isn't meant to be God. You know, God created relationships. Um, you know, He created marriage. He created you know man and woman to be together. So that that could reflect our relationship with God. It's supposed to be a shadow of something that is much, much, much greater. It's supposed to be a covenant uh, that is a shadow of a greater covenant that he has made with us. Um, and so it's uh, very important to take that time of singleness to, to be in relationship with him. Um, and... You know, I just encourage you to express, just express your frustrations with him and, and, and trust that he does have a plan for you. You know, one verse, you know, a couple of verses that were encouraging to me were uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, that talks about that his plans, you know, I know the plans that I have for you and they're, they're good plans. Um, and so trusting that God's plans for you are great and that he is a good God and he is a God of love and and, and he has good things for you um, and things that will glorify him. Uh, and in the process of getting those things, uh, 
you know, you will bid, he'll build your character in the midst of it. Another verse that was super, that's probably been the most encouraging verse is um, Isaiah 60, 22, where God says, you know, at the right time, I will make it happen. Um, you know, we live in a society where we want things right now, immediately, right? It's, it's fast food, it's uh, fast internet, it's fast everything. Um, but God doesn't work like that. You know, he, he knows the perfect time, um, for everything. And he, he knows when it will be best, um, to give you that thing that you're asking for. If that thing that you're asking for is, will be good for you, um, and will glorify him. So, so I encourage you to, you know, if you're struggling with waiting for anything, whether that be a, uh, your person, whether that be him to answer any prayer for healing, for whatever it may be, um, write that verse, memorize that verse, Isaiah sixty twenty two, at the right time, I will make it happen. Um, so, so that was singleness. I, I'm sure there's there's a lot more more I can say about it, but I do want to uh, go on into the next the next point I want to talk about is uh, online dating. So I can tell you that. Um, well, actually, let me go back. A second uh, so one thing that was very difficult uh, as I progressed through my 20s in singleness is what is people's comments honestly so as I got older you know once I passed 25 um, I remember in one case you know I was talking to someone and they asked you know they asked me my age and at that point I was 26 and you know they kind of made a face and said and you're 26 and you're still not you still don't you're still not with someone. You're still not dating any, and and it just uh, it just hurt, you know. It hurt to hear that. And as I got older, you know, I got different comments like that. People wanting to, um, I don't know. People also making suggestions of what I should do because obviously it it, it seemed to them like, you know, there was an issue, um, that they could fix. You know, maybe something I hadn't considered. And and I know in some cases, I know in a lot of cases. It, uh, it maybe was out of love, but I can tell you that it was often hurtful um, to just feel like, you know, I was being told that something was wrong with me because my biological clock was ticking and I was going to get, I was slowly getting to an age where I could not bear children or, you know, healthy children, I guess. I don't know. It's just, uh, I can tell you it was, it was hurtful. So, um if you are that person who is single i i just encourage you to uh lean into god um and if people are making those comments in your life uh, i encourage you to tell them you know how it affects you and how it hurts you especially if it's people that are close i can tell you um you know thankfully my you know my best friends my closest friends uh, they weren't putting that pressure on me. It was other people that, that were making those comments. So so make sure you are surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, and also, uh, if people that are close to you are making those comments, express to them how it makes you feel. Um, because at the same time, you know, it goes back to it's God's timing and not yours. You know, hey, there's a lot of people that, that, that start dating in their teenage years and they get married to those people. There's a lot of people who start dating in their 20s and start, you know, get married to those people. But there are also a lot of people who find people in their 30s, in their 40s, in their 50s that, that find someone later on in life. Um, but just because you are at a certain age and you still haven't found someone, it doesn't mean you're not good enough. 
It doesn't mean that something is, is wrong with you. God still loves you. He's still watching out for you. He has a good plan for you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just want to encourage you. I apologize. I, uh, I guess, uh, get, getting caught up in my feelings here. Um, anyways, so, so yes. And, uh, on the other hand, if you are someone who hasn't found their person and you have people in your life that are single, just understand that, um, just, just try to understand their position. Um, we, you know, I encourage you to pray for, you know, your friends who are single and, um, you know, before trying to, uh, get, you know, before offering them advice or, or trying to, uh, hook them up with somebody else, you know, ask them if they're okay with it. Um, but yeah, just, just, uh, understand that it is not an easy season for them. And to be told, especially for a woman, I think honestly it happens most mostly for women to be told that uh, our biological uh, clock is ticking uh, is is very hurtful. Um, so I would just encourage you to pray for them and and ask God, um, yeah, how how you can love on them better. Um, anyway, so next we're gonna go on to thoughts on online dating. So I will say that it's, I think. It went through my mind for a few years. Like, God, should I try online dating? Should I not try online dating? Um, so I can tell you that one thing I did do, uh, and uh, I, I finally decided to do it as I got closer to 30, because again, I was being told that my biological clock is ticking, and for whatever reason, 30 is that, that scary year, um, if you haven't found anyone. Um, those, uh, for whatever reason, I guess that's what uh, society teaches us. But anyways, I, I decided to uh, uh, try it. I did pray about it. I'm like, God, if, if, if this is not right, because I wasn't sure about it. I wasn't sure how God felt about it. I'm like, well, am I, am I outside God's will? If I, if I, am, I, am I trying to, I guess, play God by, by trying online dating? So I prayed about it, um, and then I, you know, I, I tried it. Uh, I was trying Christian um, apps. I was trying, um, I think I, I tried one Christian app and then I had heard of a friend who uh, met someone through Facebook dating. And so I tried Facebook dating. Again, I was praying, God, if this is your will, I was, I was, as I was going through the different profiles, um, you know, praying. And I can tell you this, I don't think that online dating is wrong. I think we live in... Um, time where uh people are all caught up in their phones and um caught up in themselves and so there's this i don't know there it's it's a new time where people uh are focused more on communicating with someone over the phone than they are with someone in front of them so so that is a bit unfortunate you know that uh people don't you know it, it's not common for uh a guy to come up to a girl and say hey, how you doing, or, or something like that. Or if it is common, it's more common in bars, which if you are a Christian, you know, you're not going to find yourself, you know, I would assume you, you wouldn't find yourself going to bars um, or places like that. So um, so I don't think online dating is a sin. The question is, uh, when, you're, when you are on these apps, like, what are you looking for? Because I can tell you as someone who... Um, wanted to honor God, who wanted to find someone who loved the Lord, my first thing in looking at these profiles was looking 
for someone who mentioned Christ in their profile. Like I was just going through apps, you know, obviously, you know, you want to find someone who's attractive, you know, people who say that attraction, like attraction is important. Um, I think, uh, you want to be attracted to that person, but, um, you know, in their profiles, I was looking for, uh, someone who loved Christ. Now I will say there are some cases to my previous note where you're not immediately attracted to that person, but, um, throughout getting to know them and their, you know, you, you become attracted to them. So there are some exceptions to that rule anyways, but I, th I do think attraction is important, but yeah, so I was finding, I was looking for someone who, uh, loved the Lord and, uh, or someone who said that. So I can tell you, and you know, if you've tried online dating, you, you can probably, um, attest to this. There are a lot of people that on their uh, profile will say, uh, good vibes only, you know, which I mean, that's nice, I guess. Uh, there were, <laughs> but I, I, uh, I think I avoided those. Um, there was some that say, said 420 friendly, which I a hundred percent, um, avoided those because I mean, what's, what's the deal with for, you know, 420, um, I was going to try to make a joke about how I thought it was a time, but it, it doesn't, it, it's not going to work. So, uh, 420, obviously people who are interested in, you know, like smoking weed and, you know, if you're trying to honor God, um, then you know that being sober minded is important and people who smoke and people who are, um, alcoholics, uh, you know, you can't be sober minded when you are drunk or, you know, uh, smoking. So, um, anyway, so not looking for those things. So I was specifically looking for someone who loved Jesus. Now, uh, the question is, will it always work? No. So from what I've read, from what I've heard of other people, there are people who will put something Christian on their profiles uh, or use a Christian website, Christian app. But once you meet them, you realize that um, they had a very loose or they have a very loose definition of what Christian means, um, which is, you know, you know, vast majority of people will say that they're Christian and actually have never stepped foot or will only go to church on Easter um, and Christmas. And so it doesn't, you know, it's not just finding someone who says Jesus on their profile. It's after doing that, it's, um, you know, uh, looking for certain qualities in them. Now, I was blessed enough that, you know, the, the first person that I talked to um, was Matthew and God made it work out. Um, you know, it, it was part of his, you know, will. So, so I'm very thankful for that. But I understand, like I said, that, that that's not always the case. So the question is, when you find someone, whether that be online or not, what are the qualities to look for um, in trying to find that right person? And the first one, of course, is do they love the Lord? Like, like whether, they, whether, whether they've said they're, they're a Christian or not on their profile or in person, do they actually love the, love the Lord? Did they have a relationship with God? before meeting you because the bible tells us like i said earlier and it's probably one of my favorite verses about husbands and and wives is husbands and it's in actually i'll tell you the verse uh because i have it right here uh it's ephesians 5 25 says husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so um because the Bible tells us that husbands are supposed to love their wives as, um, 
as Christ loves the church? It's fair to say that a man cannot love his wife as Christ loved the church if he doesn't know Christ. Um, so does he, does this, does this person, does his person know Christ? Um, did he know them before they met you? Now, this is, I think this is the trickiest part because for many people, because I'll ask people who, who are Christian and have started a new relationship. And th these are typically, you know, um, people from my youth or, um, you know, uh, just people in my life. I'll ask, I'll ask them that I know, and I know they're Christian. First thing I'll ask them is, um, do they love Christ? Do they, are they Christian? Um, and I oftentimes, honestly, I will hear something along the lines of, I don't know. So I'll ask, do they know Christ? They'll say, I don't know. Listen, if you don't know, you know, that's all I'm going to like that. I mean, if you don't know, you know. Okay, because if someone loves Christ, they're going to show it like it's going to be part of what it's going to just come out of them. You know, it's going to be part of that conversation. It's like it's like when someone when something great happens in your life, you have to tell people about it. Like it's like if I I mean, it's just we can I can give a thousand examples of that. Like when you get a new job, you have to tell people about it. When you, you know, if you find out you're pregnant, you have to tell people about it. You, you know, fill in the blank. You know, part of, um, I read, I think it was, uh, not sure if it was Piper or C.S. Lewis um, that was talking about, I, th I think it might have been C.S. Lewis, that, that joy is basically com complete um, when we are able to share it. When something good happens, we just have to share it. So, 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 so my point being, if you don't know, you know. Okay. If you don't know, you know. Um, so yeah, you, you need to find someone who, who loves Jesus. Now I knew Matthew loved Jesus because of his testimony, testimony, because of how he talked about God in the Bible, because how he would, of how he would bring up God in conversations without me initiating it because he would pray for me and he continues to pray for me. Um, like, so, so in this relationship, if, if you're in one already, is prayer a part of a relationship? You know, there's a statistic that we've all heard that 50% of marriages and, and in divorce, well, there's new, this new statistic that I've heard of from multiple sources that less than 1% of people who pray together every single day end in divorce. So, so, uh, when God becomes the center of that relationship, um, then the probability of that marriage ending in divorce, you know, goes down by a lot. Um, so, so do they love Christ? And, and, uh, it, like I said, if you don't know, you know, um, and if you're not sure if they do, then, then it's important to, you know, obviously spend time with them. I think you get to know whether or not they do by spending time with them. And also what do the people closest to them say about him? Um, you know, because I think what number one, the people that they choose to surround themselves with says about, says a lot about who they are. So I can tell you for, in, in my case, um, Matthew's closest friends are people who love the Lord. Um, and what I love, one thing I, one thing I love about, uh, Matthew is that he has, uh, a good amount of friends that are, you know, a little bit older, um, than him. So, so later on in life have, you know, uh, older kids or, or grandkids already. 
Um, and so, so I like about that about him, but they love the Lord. And obviously he has people in his life that are his age and, and they love the, like the most important people in his life, love the Lord. And I can tell you that, that obviously conversations about Matthew came up when we first started dating and, and a few things stuck out to me, um, uh, about what they said. So in one case, uh, the couple that I stay with, uh, when I go over to, um, when I go over to Missouri, because you know, uh, waiting for waiting for to have sex until marriage is super important which I don't think we'll get to talk about today um, but the couple that I stay with over there um, there was that first time that I met them met them I can tell you there was one time that he walked Matthew walked away um, I think he went to use the restroom and then in those in that time I asked them you know about Matthew and one thing that that they said is he has a heart of gold um, and over time I've, I've gotten to know this couple well and 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 I know that they truly believe he has a heart of gold. And obviously, over time of me getting to know Matthew, I have trust. I I know the same about him. Um, in another case, he you know another group of another friend of his talked about how you know they needed help with um, fixing getting the new floors into their house, and they talked about how there were two people there. It was Matthew and some other guy, and that other guy left quickly. And Matthew stayed there until two in the morning, um, and that just stood out to me because that that tells me a lot about his character. That he has a heart to serve, um, and he does have that heart of gold. Um, so yeah. So what do the people closest to him say about him? And obviously, in spending time with that person, you're gonna get to know um, where, where, whether or not they're ex exhibiting um, the fruits of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit. Um, and you can only tell that by getting, you know, being in relationship with that person. Um, but yeah, so I, I, there was a lot more to say, but I guess we can, uh, leave, uh, a lot of that for another episode. But yeah, so today we fo focus, focused more about, um, singleness and also online dating and some qualities to look for in that person, um, that, that, you know, you want to spend your life with another really quick thing that I do want to say is, um, what is their goal? Like, is their goal in dating for marriage or what is it for? Because if they are a Christian, if they love the Lord, then their purpose in dating is to marry. Um, and that's super important. A lot of people out there are now just, you know, dating to date or, uh, dating to have sex or dating to, I don't know, fill in the blank. Um, but their purpose should be to date, to get married. Okay. So that's what I'll leave with you, leave with you guys for today. I didn't expect to say that much about uh, that little, but I guess there is a lot to say. Um, you, can, you can find us at ChristAlonePodcast.com. Uh, All of our handles are Christ Alone Podcast, um, except for Twitter or X, which is Christ Alone Pod. Um, for questions, suggestions, or prayer requests, call or text 407-796-2881. You can find us at www.link.com tr.ee slash Christ alone. This podcast is listener supported. And if God puts it in your heart to help this podcast out with a one-time gift or a monthly gift, please follow the link. Um, we love you guys. God bless. I, I hope that this episode uh, blesses you. Um, and if we don't see you next week, who will see you in the clouds? God bless. Yeah.